Hi, I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is, is the, the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. A podcast experience for stoners with a, thing, with a taste for all things creepy crawly. And apparently, this podcast also has a thing for technical difficulties. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, it's been another week of a wait. We have had issues trying to get both mics to work, one mic to work. Uh, for anyone who has podcast experience, feel free to reach out to us because Natalie and I were like ready to kill each other like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we can't figure it out, but we're trying and I'm going to put more research into it. I know that our audio isn't the best right now. By but... we, you mean mostly like you. Cause yeah, I'm... yeah, I mean me. I'm going to be doing all of it. <laughs> screwing around on my phone and playing games. And yeah, Star Trek has consumed you. Pretended to put a little bit of effort into this relationship and this podcast <laughs> by uh, sending you like one link on Facebook Messenger. So that was great. Hey, it's something. I, 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 I'm going to take it. <laughs> anyway, sure. Uh, that's what she said. Too easy. Yeah, it Thanks. was. Okay, so. What do you want tonight? Well, I'm also trying to figure out what you just gave me because oh. I'm pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's called animal cookies, which makes it sound like it'll be like a very, like, I don't know. It just like makes you, it sound sweet and something that's very, like... You feel like animal cookers and, like, the mothers, old school, like, animal yeah. cookies? Those are the good ones. Ooh. And that's what, it, you know, you immediately associate it with. But I didn't expect it to be this heavy. I thought it was going to be lighter. Oh, this is heavy and amazing. Yeah. And on top of that, we actually get Girl Scout cookies coming soon. Oh my gosh, yeah, Girl Scout cookies to go with our animal cookies? There's, um, my connection. Oh, you have a connection. For all 40 boxes, because I'm Oh, awesome. that's right, that's right. 40 no. box, dude, I'm so excited to eat 40 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Hold the fuck up, I ordered 40, you don't get to eat 40. <laughs> no, but to share them with you. Like, to go through 40 boxes of I'm going to cookies. go through 40. I don't know if you were a part of this conversation oh, before, but okay, okay. I mean, Let's I can give you my connection. Is. You can you can also buy 400 Girl Scout cookies for 40. <laughs> 400? Oh, well, I'm it's probably do that. It's, knowing us, it's probably going to become a war of attrition. We're going to just put paychecks towards Girl Scout cookies. I mean, if I won the lottery and I got 10 million dollars, do you have any idea how much money I would spend just on Girl Scout cookies? I mean, at not much because you probably would have bought like half the world's population of fennec foxes well that's true too that's true take care of my fennec foxes and it's while i'm eating girl scout cookies i think that sounds like a pretty sound future you can do that <laughs> maybe i will I i'll probably just be playing video games so it's fine no that's fine okay you want to pick your poison for tonight i think that was the animal cookies but um <laughs> You know, you've been watching nothing but crime, like documentaries on Netflix. Let's go with crime because you've been like on a kick. I know. I just finished the Unabomber docu series yesterday. The Unabomber one was really good. What was the one with the, uh, the hotel in Los Angeles? The oh, shady the uh, one? oh shit! I can't remember the name right now. It was now. the girl's name. Yeah, it was the girl who like disappeared Elise? and she was found. Sue, Sue Elise or Elise Sue, something. I don't, I don't remember. It was a. It was a. The Asian woman from Canada who was like in Los Angeles, whatever that Netflix one was. Yeah. Oh my god. This is going to drive me nuts. It's like a super well-known one. Don't just like, go look it up yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm going to look it up going to bother Google. you and every single um, person listening into this podcast. The Cecil Hotel. That's what the it was. Cecil Hotel, yes. So I'm going to have to find up. like, 
That was really good on Netflix, though. It was really good. And they give you a lot of different angles and perspectives on, like, groups and parties involved. So that was yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was like, and especially you get to talk to the woman who owned it. And she seemed like she was totally trying to, like, not take the blame. She was trying to make the... Uh, Don't ruin the, it for everyone. Hey, it, I mean, do you kind of expect that with someone who's owning the hotel where a woman dies? Homegirl also does have some major crazy eye. So she definitely got some, like, major Carol Baskin vibes. Yeah, she really did. Yeah. It, yeah, I won't give any more weight than that. But just wait. Just it, wait until you meet her. Yeah, this isn't going to be, like... 2020 had Tiger King. It's not going to be like that, but it's going to be a good weekend for you. Go through yeah, that. yeah. Okay, so you wanted crime, correct? We're definitely doing crime, yes. Okay, so this one I was hoping we could do last weekend. Um, it's a, uh, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Have you heard of that? <clears throat> I'm trying to think about it, but I'm also really high, so sorry if that took me a uh, while to respond. I but... think we've both been kind of slow because we're both high. <laughs> Fine. No, I don't think I've heard of this one. Okay, really? Okay, because I, I was wondering because, like, in U.S. history classes over here, like, you always learn about the St. Valentine's Day murder. Just, it's just something we all know, at least as far as I'm aware. But you got your education at an international school. Mostly so overseas, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, you probably don't have as much knowledge about that stuff over mm-hmm. here. Well, okay, so obviously it happened on Valentine's Day. Wait, Debbie. what? <laughs> right? Shocking. <laughs> you can go on now. Okay, so February 14th in 1929, around 10.30 a.m., <clears throat> um, seven members of the Northside Gang in Chicago lined up against a wall, and they were um, they were shot, like, executed. Like, executed. So the seven gangsters were killed? Yes. Okay. Okay, so, and the Northside Gang was, I think you've heard of this guy, was run by George Bugs Moran. He's like a super well-known gangster. Bugs Moran? Bugs Moran. Not like Bugsy Bugs? Huh? Not like, uh, like Bugs Moran, that that was his name? Yeah, that was like his nickname, Like like, that's his mob name. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of this guy. That's crazy to me. Okay, so, uh, but you have heard of the guy who ran the Southside gang, Al Capone. Yes. Yeah, there's no way you could not hear of Al Capone. It's been mentioned. Yeah, just a few times. So here's what happened. At 10.30 a.m., there were seven members of the Northside gang lined up against a wall in a garage in uh, the Lincoln Park area of Chicago. Okay. And they were shot by four unknown assailants. Two of them were wearing police uniforms. So they had... Oh, shit. Yeah, they had... Like, they were playing policemen, basically. Okay. Oh, man, I'm really high. So this was definitely planned. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah, this was definitely planned. Um, And the other two were dressed in suits, ties, overcoats, and hats. Like... That is gangster. Just, like, totally gangster, but, like... Pretty incognito, you know? Kind of, but it's also weird that, like, <clears throat> four guys got the drop on seven guys in a garage. Yeah, well, they were lured there. I think I have something about something? that. Okay, cool. we'll get there. Yeah, and if not, I know that they were lured there. I don't remember what it was. 
I think they were meeting to get like guns or something. Drugs, guns, yeah, booze. something something shady. Moonshade, moonshine, moonshine. I mean, Moon. it's possible. So the victims, the gangsters who were shot, um, so five of them were actually members of the Northside gang, and then Moran's second in command, Albert. Kachalek? I don't know how to say his last name, and I'm sorry if I butchered it. Uh, and then the gang's bookkeeper and business manager. Slash business manager. Huh. So it was seven people associated with the gang, at least. No, the others go again. They're, you're in the gang. If you're the bookkeeper I mean, you're, of the gang, you're in the gang. You're in the gang, but you're not, like, the gangster part of the gang. It's not gangster about that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. I, like <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Your eyes are looking a little... Uh... Oh, this is a fight to keep them open at this point. Yeah, I can tell. So keep, please keep going or I will pass out. Okay, that's how high you are? Jesus. Okay, where were we? <laughs> animal cookies. Oh, animal cookies. Boy, I'm feeling it too. Um, well, we're sharing one mic, so we kind of both need the week I today. know. Yeah, that's necessary. Anyway, so the bookkeeper's name was Albert Weinshank, and there was a member who was named Frank Gusenberg. He was actually still alive when the actual police officers actually got to the scene. Actually. Actually. I know. I said that word a lot of times, didn't I? It was like back to back. Oh, my God. I don't know why I'm high. I'm high. Animal cookies. <laughs> Animal cookies. Uh... Where was I at? New, stone, oh. new stoner game, if you're listening to this right now, every time one of us says animal cookies, take a rip. Oh, that's such a good idea. Maybe we should do that for like every episode. Or that would be cool. Animal cookies. Animal cookies. We're just gonna try to get you fucked up now. <laughs> um. So Frank Gusenberg, the guy that was still alive, he was stabilized for a bit, but he had also been shot 14 times. So. He didn't really make it. That was like way more than what 50 Cent got hit with. Right? <laughs> and when they questioned him about it, trying to figure out who shot him, he just said, no one shot me. <laughs> wow. Shot, how many times was he shot? 14. And he still didn't snitch. No. That's, that's gangster That right is there. the most gangster thing I think I've ever heard of. I don't know about most, but I mean, it's so keeping with the rules. <laughs> no snitching. Uh, so there were actually a couple other victims, I guess, that I put in my notes. The two, oh, they were collaborators. One was a gambler and the other one was a mechanic. That's and, a really weird, that's a very vague description. Gambler and mechanic. Yeah, I don't like, know. Maybe like, maybe the gambler was like, that was his profession? Maybe, but I feel like they're just like talking shit about the first guy because it's the like... Oh, what does oh, what does Eric do? Oh, he's a mechanic. Oh, what does Steve do? Oh, Steve's a gambler. Like you're just blatantly like, oh, one is how he, one is your official profession, the other one you're specifically calling someone out on like an addiction or like a vice. Like that's kind of messed up. I think you went read way too much into that. <laughs> wow. Animal cookies. Oh wow. Animal cookies. That you really went on a rant. I'm proud of you. It's more. Far the distance than I planned on uh, going today because I'm not going for a walk after this. Oh, no. I'm tired. No, that's not happening today. This is unfortunately. a heavy, heavy high. It really is, but it's a nice one. That's good. It is. 
Um, so the Northside gang had murdered several people. Obviously, it's a gang in Chicago. That's what happens. You don't know that. That might be just like a street cleanup gang. Yeah. Maybe they just really hate not recycling. Oh, God. Yeah, Capone's got to go gonna after I'm going to put a cap those. in the trash can. Oh, shit. Put a cap in the trash can? Don't you touch that recycling. I feel good. No, just put it next to the city of your ass like a cap in the trash can. Yeah, that makes sense. Put a little bit. I'm good. <laughs> uh, okay, debatable. Okay, so Northside Gang murdered a lot of people, uh, including people, elite people that work in connection with the local mafia. Aren't they connected with the local mafia? They're not. When I said mafia name earlier, I just meant like that's what the leaders of gangs, they all get like nicknamed. Hmm. Okay. You know? I, so, I mean, I don't, because I'm not from, like, an old-time gang, but yeah. Oh, see, we learn more about this shit over here. This yeah, is, that's like... Don't really have a lot of South Side gangs that go into fucking gang wars and, like, high schools in Japan, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so obviously, they're... Uh, that's true, you haven't been there. I could totally be making that up. I don't even remember what the fuck you said, because I'm high. Can I get through this story? Are you enjoying the story? I am enjoying okay. the story. This is very entertaining for me, and it's just the... Uh... Yay! Yeah, I feel great. Okay, <laughs> let's get this going. Or not, because I'm really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I know you are. So, obviously, like, Moran and Capone... Obviously. <clears throat> well... Moran, I guess, was definitely not on the Mafia's good side. He was the one who killed the Mafia members or whatever. Okay. Uh, but Moran and Capone had also been competing for the local bootlegging trade. So there was motive behind wanting to take out some other... Some of your rivals. Ooh, so now you got moonshine as a factor. Right? The moonshine. We came back to the moonshine. Uh, so Capone was widely assumed to have ordered the murders in an attempt attempt to kill Moran. Attempt. Attempt. <laughs> we should start keeping track of all the fuck ups we have like that. Set up like a really good bloopers reel after like a full season. Of oh my the god, podcast. that would be so great. I want to do that now, but I'm gonna go back to the story. Um, so Capone wants to kill Moran. And most of Moran's gang arrived at the garage around 10.30 a.m. Here it is. Under the assumption that they were picking up bootleg whiskey. Mm. So they just wanted some alcohol. But Moran was not there. He got there later, but he turned around and left when he saw a police car approaching the building. And Albert Weinshank, the guy it was like the, the bookkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. They mistook him for Moran, and it was probably because they were, like, the same height and build, and they wore the same color overcoats and hats. God, they don't have a lot of overcoats or hats for being, like, gangsters. I suppose so. Um, so the two guys in civilian clothes, they were actually the ones, you know, that opened fire with Thompson submachine guns. So they weren't just... Going execution style. They just fucking went for it. That, that's a shitty way to go. I know, right? I mean, shot 14 times? Fuck. And then the police officer, the fake police officers, 
used shotguns to obliterate the faces of John May and James Clark after their death. So it was after their oh that wow that's really really vindictive. I feel like there had to have been some beef between those four. You think? <laughs> but I mean, like those two in particular, like those are the ones that get names. Like but, why those two? Why not, not all four of them? But just not faces. Just not faces. Okay. I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, you said shotgun to the face. That kind of obliterates it. So, yeah, yeah. no faces. No faces. Okay, I see. You um, are fucked up. I'm a lot more fucked up than I thought I would be. So. I think you're on my level for once. I, I might be. But I have to sit here and try to focus on fucking reading. Yeah. And I'm like right over your shoulder right now. I know. Sharing the microphone and I actually cannot read any words on your tablet. Mm-mm. No. Um, anyway. Well, it's going to be nap time after this. We're almost done, I promise. Oh, no, no, you I don't promise. have to rush it. It's just, this is, I'm really enjoying this high. <laughs> it's a really good one. It's not too heavy. And it's what the fuck do you mean it's not too light. heavy? Are you kidding me? This is like it's a... Like, I feel a, not like fully functional, but I feel like I could just like curl up with a, big, a good book right now, you know? I feel like our weighted blankets, like fat uncle that only shows up around like Thanksgiving <laughs> dinners... Is completely weighing himself exclusively on my shoulders. Okay. <laughs> and Two I, very I different experiences. <laughs> but I have a higher tolerance, so I don't know if I'm quite on your level. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm high. No, <laughs> oh, you're hella high. I can see it. <laughs> okay. Okay, try to read words. Good luck. Okay. So, Thompson submachine guns fucked everyone up. Uh, and the fake police officers... Oh my god, I already read that. They use shotguns to obliterate faces. Yes. Wow. That's so brutal. That's how brutal high I am. Okay, so to make everything look like it was under control and everything was fine. Yeah, we two... hit two people with a shotgun <laughs> in the face. Everything's fine. Sure. Everything is peachy keen, man. It's fine. This the, is fine. The two guys in civilian clothes, they left the garage with their hands up and they were being prodded by the fake police officers. So that everybody thought they were being arrested. Holy shit. So Isn't that fucking That means smart? you don't even need to report it to the cops. Yeah. Because or... if anybody sees you, they're just going to... They're not really going to think much of it. Okay that, okay, that is fucking brilliant. That was fucking genius. Uh, so, and then several members of various gangs in the area were suspected and interviewed. And some believe that the police were involved. I mean, if that's what people saw, that's... Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, so then on December 14th in 1929, police raided the home of a guy named Fred Killer Burke. And this is because they're trying to figure out who the fuck like committed these murders. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went to this guy's house. They found a trunk with a bulletproof vest, $320,000 in bonds stolen from a bank, and two Thompson submachine guns. You're the so, guy with the Thompsons. He's the guy with the Thompsons. So obviously, you know, connect the dots. So the Chicago police were notified and they were actually able to use forensic ballistic technology, which was super new around that time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they used that to uh, confirm that those were the same guns that were used in the Valentine's Day Massacre. Okay, so they yeah. got the guys. They got the guy. And the, I mean, I thought it was really cool, too. That, that I mean, that's 
pretty new technology for the time, and I, that actually helped them. It's, it's just crazy. crazy that, like, it, now, now ballistic technology is so common, like, they just do that for, like, YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy to me that they were able to do that back then. Someone figured that out. That's that's rad. That's rad. It's totally, totally Never rad. Shut up, Omari. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh. I have, like, one right. bullet point left. <laughs> yeah. And I'm out of spoons, and... Oh my god. But I want ice cream. We have blueberry ice cream. You can have some. I don't need a spoon. Okay. Last bullet point. So, you actually already know this because some of the bricks of the parking garage were salvaged after it was uh, demolished. Do you know, you remember where the rest of those bricks are? No? I don't. Okay. Well, it was displayed at the place we didn't get to go to in Vegas. The oh mob yeah, we, yeah we, they have a mob museum over out like I think it's just off the strip. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it's at. So we are totally going to that after COVID. I know. I was sad that we couldn't get to it last year. We'll do that. We'll do that with uh, the paranormal. Hmm. The paranormal, uh, like the haunted museum. Oh, the Zach Baggins Museum. Yes, the Zach yeah, Baggins one. Yeah, Bilbo Baggins. I'm so excited to go there. I know it's going to be awesome. I, I hope, hope he gives have... us to himself. Oh would be epic i don't think he does that though he'd have to show us a divic box oh my god i don't know if he has the divic box anymore i know he doesn't have robert the doll oh, i hate her i know right all right you ready to go sleep uh well what was the last bullet point i'm I curious just told you the last bullet point about the mob museum oh that the bricks are in the mob museum yeah we gotta check this out i know we have to i'm really excited that was a good crime one was it good? Yeah, I hadn't heard of that one at I, all, that yeah. I know of at least. I kind of figured it might be new for you. Good work. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you liked it. And hopefully we will uh, do a little bit more tech support after this recording. Yeah, hopefully we'll be up and running uh, well again. Otherwise we'll be cuddling on the couch sharing one mic. Yep, it works. All right, this is Chris and Natalie signing off. Bye. Bye.